So here's a quote from Billboard magazine. For songwriters, finding that perfect co-writer can feel a lot like dating. Now there's an app for that. We should write sometime. Well, today I'm speaking with one of the founders and developers of that app, Kevin McCarty. What he told me could make collaboration for songwriting a whole new ballgame. So listen up. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. Kevin McCarty, welcome to All Things Vocal. I'm so glad that you were able to be with me today. Thank you so much. Very excited to be here and talk with you. Yeah, you really have a fascinating app uh, giving songwriters some much needed functionality here. I want to read right at the top here. I want to read another uh, quote. This this one from Rolling Stone magazine. This is the title of an article on your app. (laughs) A tender for songwriters app is thriving in quarantine. Yeah. Okay. Now, even if you guys even halfway understand that title, you really want to dig in. <laughs> and if you, <laughs> if you don't understand it, you want to dig in anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, Kevin. Since many singers write their own songs, this is very appropriate for all things vocal, because mm-hmm. songs are extensions of our voices anyway. So I did. I want to talk to you about this radically new songwriting tool that you and your partner Richard Casper have created to solve the connection and networking problem for songwriters. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and tell us about this app. Yeah, it's pretty simple. And when you you mentioned, you know, uh, Tinder for songwriters, I think in the songwriting world and music community, we uh, we associate a lot of the feelings of songwriting sometimes like dating and it's you can get in a room with somebody and write with somebody and it just either either meshes right off the bat and you're like oh great this is what we can write a great song or you get in the room and just go this isn't what i was looking for this wasn't the right feel we don't uh we don't jive well together um and i think a lot of that has to do with just kind of just being around songwriters for a long long time and listening to them understanding what their pain points are and just saying hey there is something to this whole idea of you know, hey, we should write sometime kind of sounded like a pickup line to a lot of songwriters. <laughs> and then, you know, we kind of transferred it in from, you know, a long, long story with Richard's background and my background to saying, hey, look, I don't think there's anything out there that's really helping solve this problem in an easy, functional way that is similar to when we say songwriting is a lot like dating, where it's a similar user experience where you're kind of just swiping through songwriters to really get a good understanding of, Hey, as a songwriter, I'm in this genre, in this style, I play, I do lyrics and I play guitar, but I really need a melody person or somebody that complements really what I'm looking for to write those really good songs. Uh, When you meet people in public or songwriters, even in Nashville, right? You could throw a rock and hit a hundred songwriters anywhere in town, but you still, when you have a conversation with them, uh, typically it goes like, oh, you're a songwriter, so am I, hey, we should write sometime. Um, and then you kind of just have to then spend a long time trying to figure out, hey, okay, what type of songwriter is this other person? And that can be a very lengthy conversation or process. And then the logistics of following up to then set up the co-writes uh, is a very lengthy process that we've seen in, in general for most songwriters. And so we kind of just came up with this idea from Richard's experience um, with his nonprofit, but 
he just said, look, Kevin, if I could sit and swipe through songwriters to, to be part of my nonprofit, I think that would really help not only me as a person, you know, but I, I think songwriters really need something like this to help them save time. Plus, if you don't want to be out networking and maybe not an in, in, extrovert and want to be out to the bars till late at night, they need a good, easy tool. And so that's why we just said, look, like if we mirror it a lot like Tinder uh, and people can just swipe through and say, hey, I can look at this songwriter, click on their profile open text field for a little bit of a bio so they know, hey, this is where I'm from, this is my style and my genre, uh, this is kind of what I sound like, and then you give them actual links to SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and what instruments they play and what skills they have, and you, yeah, this is potentially somebody that I would really want to write with, and then you swipe right on them. If it's not, swipe left and then they're gone, and then if they, if that other songwriter swipes right back on you, then you're connected within the app to then start messaging and just set up those co-writes. It really is like dating. It totally it really is. is like it totally and what's is. funny is I've said that for years. Mm. It's not just a 2020 thing. I've I've said that for years because what I've noticed yeah. in, in 50 years of, of writing, or, or 40 years anyway, is that, uh, you know, it, it, you you really don't know you you got to make your best guess right and then you get together and it either works out or it doesn't and you sometimes you don't even know exactly why you right. can't explain <laughs> exactly why yeah. i've written with some people that i've only written one line but i was there in the room talking about it mm -hmm. and vice versa i've written with somebody who only gave me a line and then i wrote most of the rest of the yeah. song but i couldn't have done it if they had not been in the room mm -hmm. so there's a a gel that that happens or does not happen. Right. But you came up with this before COVID yeah. raised its ugly head. <laughs> right. And so you just were preparing for something you didn't even know about. Yeah. And I still struggle with talking about that um, ever since that started. And I appreciate you bringing that up because it is something like we still very young, right? Like we launched in November 2018. So we, we still have a long way to go. But like we're really you know, pre-COVID, we're really happy with the organic growth just yeah, because there's yeah. things, early stage startup with an app, just make sure it works. We know that there's going to be things that are wrong in the designs and all these things we need to update and fix as we go, but like, just make sure that it works so that people can connect. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, so we were seeing that nice growth. And then when this happened, right, like it was kind of the, everybody's has to write virtually, even if you are in Nashville and that uh, really exactly. set us up nicely for a huge boost. And yeah. so that's where I kind of struggle with it because I, I, I obviously like there's a, so much horribleness going on out there and it's a, and so many musicians are struggling because they want to be out there on tour and, and doing those things in person and, and writing in person. There's, it's hard to mirror and uh, create that feeling of being in the room, somebody physically and writing those songs uh, when you're with them, but you know, we, we have to go look like we are, we're grateful and blessed that, that we aren't bound by a physical mm -hmm. location. But right. the other part too, is it, it kind of highlighted some things that we didn't even think about until this kind of popped up. And a lot of that was, you know, a lot of the stories that users have, have, uh, sent to me or sent me emails or DMS of just saying like, Hey, like, I've always wanted to get into songwriting and co-writing, but I just like now one, I have the time to do it. Um, but two, like it made me feel uh, that I didn't have to be in Nashville. And that's a big feature with, yes. within the, within the app is being able to change your location and go, man, I, I'm in, 
the middle of Texas and there's nobody around me, but I feel like now since everybody's got to be virtual, I can jump in that pool. And so we saw a lot more people in the app either sign up, start co-writing for the first time or geolocating to be like, hey, if everybody's got to do it, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. And the other interesting kind of like side piece that came in that I wasn't even thinking about that one of the users said, Kevin, you know, for me, I, I love songwriting, but I'm an introvert. And yes. the, the virtual the virtual writing to me, this is something I wasn't expecting. She, she said, the virtual writing to me is something I prefer. And then again, this is just one person, but I didn't think about it. She goes, because it gives me kind of that barrier that I'm more vulnerable and opening up in these co-writes because I'm not next to them in this room. And that typically would make me uncomfortable. So I've written better songs in this virtual space than I normally have because I'm able to open up and just talk about things freely without feeling that, like, mm -hmm. are they, they going to judge me in, in person? Mm -hmm. um, it was just an interesting side antidote that, that we've learned from this last couple months. I can see that. I really can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not in your house. You're not in their right. house or they're in the, somebody's writing room. It's usually somebody's. Yeah. And so there's a little bit more equality going mm -hmm. on and, and uh, all that. The distance thing and the numbers thing, like mm -hmm. you can reach more songwriters. Right. Who has time to go bar hopping right. or, even, or even songwriter club hopping yeah. when you're a busy, a busy songwriter or artist? Right. Uh, you know, how are you going to find somebody outside right. your songwriting gene pool <laughs> right. to, to kind of cross, cross pollinate yeah. your ideas with? Yeah. yeah. And I always say to Richard, you know, when he brought me the idea, like, you know, our story is pretty long, but everything kind of came together at the right time. And I think, you know, for me, it was learning uh, through a pretty massive failure in my first music tech startup when I first came to town of, of you know, it was basically a um, international company that like me and another friend were going to start here. So it wasn't necessarily me personally starting, but they said, hey, we're going to have you guys run it in the US. And, and we failed, but I think we learned a lot from that, Oh yeah, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the music industry where there's so many spokes of the wheel and how do they talk to each other. And um, oftentimes, you know, we try to look at the music as a whole and say, Hey, great. Yeah. If we fix this one part, then everything else will kind of magically work itself out to mold against it. And, and that's been something that, you know, I learned through failure, but for me, it was kind of understanding and being around musicians and songwriters through a, a podcast I was doing with a friend of mine for a couple of years, but just, I wanted to be around songwriters. And all I kept hearing was pretty, you know, some very prominent big name artists and musicians now kind of say the same thing. And I didn't think anything of it when they just were like, I moved to town and I don't like going out all the time, but that was what I was kind of told you need to do. And, you know, I, it, it was frustrating. It was time consuming. I was like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. And I didn't think anything of it until Richard came to me with this. He goes, man, like, this is just something that I would really think would be helpful for me with my nonprofit. And I was like, Whoa, I keep hearing this problem. Uh, and so it kind of just came together at the right time. Well, it's really obvious how beneficial this would be for new songwriters mm -hmm. or you know just people that are looking for co-writers and all that. But what does this do for the veteran pro songwriter? I'm glad you asked that. And, and that's kind of where in startup mode, we have a pretty robust roadmap. 
And we have to make sure that we're doing things in a nice process and, and scale in the, in the right way. Uh, and so as of now, we've kind of opened it up when we first started said, hey, we know that there's more kind of amateur hobbyists, songwriters out there just looking to find their group and find these co-writes, really hone their craft, get better at it, write better songs um, with the whole notion for a majority of them. How do we get to that next level? How do you get a pub deal or get a song cut or get, a, and, you know, what does that process look like? Um, and so from a numbers perspective, it was like the biggest problem we're trying to solve now is just connect songwriters, right? Um, but what we're building next, so the next phase of this is going to be kind of a professional tier where only professionals will see other professionals uh, within the app. So think Instagram's blue check mark, right? It's, it's oh, great. You know, they're verified. So yeah. that's going to be something that we're going to build in because I think, one, that that helps solve a lot of pain points that we're seeing, even at that level when they do have publishers that are kind of setting sure. up a lot of their co-writes. We've done. We've talked to enough writers and enough of our, you know, close personal friends. Are like, look, I, I, I love my publisher setting up all my rights. That's great, but I also want to control and manage that. But it's also kind of difficult sometimes because I've just grown accustomed to the same handful, 10, mm. 20 people that I normally write with. I kind of want to find that new up and coming songwriter that's got a new sound that we're trying to. to that's just new and different that I'm not used to hearing. Um, and so we see a way of kind of those things coming together at some point down the road. But first things first, like, hey, if you want to if you want to find other professionals at your level, like there's going to be a tiered model to it, um, which we think will help, you know, even, you know, the, the top, top songwriters. We, we know that there have been a couple of users on our app that had huge, massive cuts and, and huge songs in the 90s uh, and want to get back in the game. And, and get back into songwriting. And they were like, I kind of just, I don't know how to do it. Uh, oh, yeah. And so this is a nice t tool for them because it's free. You know, my, my writing mentor's name was Dave Loggins. Hmm. And he was uh, a Hall of Famer, one of the most amazing songwriters that's ever set foot in a, in a writing room. And I was so fortunate to be mentored by him. He's kind of retired now. But one of the last publishing deals he had, I remember he, he signed a new Copa up or something yeah, yeah. With, with one of the companies, not because he needed a plugger, but because he needed networking. Yeah. He needed somebody to push him a little bit. He needed, that's that's the only reason he would need a publisher. Yeah. He, he's got all the connections, but he needs that sort of sense of family and that, and that yeah. lighting a fire under him for his next song and stuff like that. And the cross the cross-pollinization of, the co-writers that they would put him in touch with. Well, he, he went to the office one time and the brand new young receptionist uh, said, uh, can I help you? And he gave her his name because he was going to see the, the guy that headed it. And she's like, can I tell him what this is about? He's <laughs> like, ah, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, you know, it's like, so yeah, I, I totally get where, the, old, the veteran writers, the pit writers, the, the monster writers, if they're still interested in writing with uh, the new wave yeah. of, of songwriters who are connected to yeah. the new wave of producers and engineers and artists, yeah. that is a reason that they might want to look outside where they've ever been. Yeah. And the other thing is they this master writer can be sitting in his easy chair looking through your app. And he doesn't have to tell anybody he's there. He's lurking 100%. and looking at everybody, yeah. <laughs> trying to decide, hmm, 
she looks interesting. Yeah. He looks interesting. Or yeah, I can, I can. Well, and, and we've had that. And that's where we love hearing that feedback from, you know, there's, there's writers on there that don't need to find other writers to co-write right. with. Anybody in right. the town would kill to be in some of these rooms yeah. with some of these writers on here. But what they've told us, they said, look, like to exactly what you're saying, they go, look, I, I you know, I don't need any app to set me up co-writes, but what I do find this great is kind of like this discovery tool of new sounds and artists from all over that can help me go into these other rights with other, but the, the other part of that is like, if he does, like most people that see these writers are gonna go, yes, swipe right on them. He doesn't have to tell them no to their face, as you were saying, he doesn't have to go like, right. no, but like in the app say like, wow, this is somebody that really came, you know, came out in, in the app to me. And then if they swiped right on them and then it's like, wow, yeah, like that, that's there's 99% chance they're going to connect. And then if they yeah. have a room, like that would be yeah. a great success story for somebody that, and say they weren't in Nashville, right? If they were in Des Moines and were on the app connected with a huge writer and then got a cut and a hit. And it's like, whoa, like now we're, now we're opening up that landscape to being, uh, not only, you know, from across the U S but global. Great. And I think that's where, as we expand, right. Cause we're in the U S Canada and Australia. And I see on the app, a lot of writers from Toronto and Vancouver. You're in the U S Canada and Australia. In Australia. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Okay. And I think, um, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be opening up into Israel and the UK. Cool. Um, the goal is the next couple of weeks. You know, I always say, you know, like this stuff on paper sounds easy. And then the actual work behind the scenes, you're like, <laughs> oh, we got to push it. But we really want to do that. And I think, you know, we, we just want to make sure that we are providing a, a tool to songwriters. If, if they are good enough and work hard enough, we want to help elevate them to get them in front of the people that can help progress their career. And I think for us, we look at that as an opportunity that may not have been really available unless you were in Nashville and in LA or New York in the pop or R&B and hip hop Atlanta, kind of like those, those cities that really have those kind of communities. And, you know, we, we don't see that changing, right? Like Nashville is music city, but I think it's just kind of saying if somebody is the, the next best writer, you know, let's give them a shot. Mm -hmm. But we got to make it in a way that you have to work really, really hard and be really good. And be really good. And, Na and Nashville feeds itself out there mm -hmm. that way too, right? The industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a, a good, you know, I'd call him a mentor and he's been a, a publisher in town for, you know, 30, 40 years. And he said, Kevin, you know, it, being in Nashville isn't, isn't your ticket here. Having a great song is your price to entry, something along those lines. Like everybody is the best wherever they came from and everybody is the, you know. This is the big pond. <laughs> yes. Right. And so it, it, you're like, whoa, like, you know, all your family and friends, wherever you came from, are like, they're yeah. going to make it, they're going to make it. And it's like, well, once you get here, thousands of people have told you the same thing. It's, it's a little bit harder. So, well, there's two things about having a hit song. You've got to write an incredible song because there's so much competition, unless you're the artist, you know. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you really, you really need to write an incredible song. But even if you do that, even if you write a, you know, song of the year, quality song, unless you network somehow with industry for people, an artist to, to hear it or yeah. 
a label to hear you if you want to be yeah. the artist that's, that's actually singing your song. It's not going to be a hit because right. there is what we call, you know, music business politics involved and you have to network. And so talk a little bit about how co-writing actually facilitates that networking. Sure. I, I mean, if you think about just, you know, not only from the data perspective of like, you know, how many... We, last year, it was like it took on average like almost five and a half songwriters to write one of the top 100 hits. And that's looking at just the data perspective. But I think from that, that piece of it, right, like each of those writers then has their own network. And so if you kind of back that up to just two people writing, say you and I just met, well, I've got my network, you've got yours. And so now we're doubling Double the it. exposure. And so and typically, you know, I think in country, the, the last... Last year, the top 25 songs was written by three and a half songwriters. And so if we, if we look at it from that way, you go, great. Like, so, you know, it's very rare that a, a number one is written by one person. Um, and so we look at not only co-writing from a network exposure perspective of saying, great, now we've doubled or tripled or quadrupled our chances of getting this to the right people, but then you're getting that much feedback. Then you're getting that much people to hear it and listen to it and then go, Hey, like, let's work on this piece or the hook, or let's work on the, whatever aspect of it that's going to help get it to where it needs to go. And you split the demo costs. Yeah, you split the demo costs. <laughs> and, and I think it's it's probably a, a double-edged sword for some people when they were like, yeah, but then I got to, you know, do the splits and, you know, I'm not going to get all the money. And it's like, you know, th that's like counting your chickens, right? That's where I get my little violin out. You yeah, know? It's like, yeah, right. And then, and I think the other piece is not only from the network perspective, but I think it's just making sure that you are, honing your skills and, and leaving your ego at the door a little bit and saying, I'm not the best at every facet of creating a song. Let's try to find the best people we can to fill in the voids or, or the places you're not as strong. And that's what the app makes. We try to make very easy is that you don't have to spend, you know, and I'm trying to come up with an equation for this and I haven't quite done it, but like every profile you see could be maybe a 15, 20 minute conversation at a bar in Midtown, if you will, to be like, oh, you're a writer, right? Like, great, like, tell me what type of songs. And this way you can go, listening to your stuff. You don't do lyrics, I need lyrics. Or you don't do melody, I need melody. So, and then it's just like, okay, that 15 minutes just turned into like 0.3 seconds. Yeah. And so there's a time saver to it. But, you know, from for, for co-writing, right? Like we, we see that and just look at what, not only the data says, but what also every part of the industry is saying of like, you, you need to find the right people. And how do we make that as easy as possible? And, and that leads into the other thing that we see a lot is, is the need for education, uh, which stuff that you're doing is incredible, just from a 101 type education piece. And, and this is where we're learning things, looking at our app and seeing, you know, 60% of our users so thousands of users do not have a PRO membership. Oh, man. And I wonder how many of them know that you're supposed to get the mechanical license before you allow the song to be released. Exactly, right? Yeah. And, There's so much money that is being lost by songwriters. And I get, I get chills you saying that because, because it's one of those where we know eventually we want to help bring in experts like yourself to somewhat teach but it's it's got to be done in a way that's not so intrusive because it is one of let's just connect songwriters right but just seeing that little piece and going why don't they have a pro membership and i remember i you know played in a band in college and it was you know you could play six chords and pretty much play any fun cover song and it was fun right 
Uh, but if someone said to me, when we put out a CD with some originals on it, and uh, it's back when CDs were rocking and rolling, we're selling for five bucks a piece, you know, we're making a little bit of money. If someone asked me what BMI was, I would, I would have said it was a class I probably skipped, you know, I skipped it. I don't know. I don't know. Like it stands for some. Not to mention mechanical and sync licenses. I mean, the whole gamut, you know, it's just unbelievable. And even me, I mean, I'd had songs in all kinds of the major catalog in Nashville. I didn't have the first clue about a mechanical license because they all, they did it for me. But my main day job now with vocal coaching, songwriting is a bit of a side thing for me. So I've, I've had my own publishing company for a long time and I had to learn about mechanical and, and uh, sync license and all that. And now I can share some information with people, but it's, it's a quagmire and you really have to learn yeah. it. Uh, unless you want to give up portion of your songwriting to a company and have them right. do it. And I think that's where, you know, when, when we talked about the co-writing part of it, it's even within that network, right? You're going to find people that know that quagmire, as you call, a lot better than you if, if you really try and just ask questions and be into it. But like, if you're just sitting around like, I'm going to do it all by myself, this is where it leads into how many people have sent me an email or a Facebook message or something and said, hey, Kevin, I wrote a song. Now, now what? What do I do now? Now what? Me too. Oh, that I get that all of the time. And here's another thing about the education factor that directly mm -hmm. affects uh, the, the songwriter through the co-writing process. And that is, I have never written with somebody that I didn't learn something sure. from. Either learn what to do mm -hmm. or what not mm -hmm. to do or another way right. to do it. Right. So uh, you learn, you know, the co-writer etiquette, yeah. you learn... Um, learn to watch uh, other people and like take the ego out of the room sure. so you can actually learn from even people that are not as veteran as, as, as I right. am. You know, I, I learn from their way of thinking. Yeah. And I, I like writing with new artists because they have a story. They may not be mm -hmm. able to put it together into a, a good song, right. but I can help them as a structure sure. writer to do that. So you, you know, I, you take on, sometimes you'll take on a different role within a co-writing process. So there's lots of reasons to want to co-write. Yeah. And there's lots of reasons to want to co-write outside your own little circle. Let me ask you something now that I know would be something every, at least female, would want to ask you. But male too, yeah. not just female. The last uh, drug drink that I know of that happened at a gig that I was at happened to a man. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, not just women. What happens if you write with somebody that you didn't particularly like or you didn't like the experience of writing with them? And how, how can you avoid connecting with them again? Uh, and is there some kind of safety protocol involved? Yeah. And so we, we obviously look, you know, obviously on the legal side of everything and, and, you know, how those dating apps kind of set that up as just saying, look, we're just trying to make to help two people connect. But obviously we want to continuously make things more secure, more safer. And, and a, a big part of that is now in the virtual space, it's a little bit easier. Exactly. Um, and so exactly. that helps a lot. And mm -hmm. so I think that's going to be more of a mainstay now. Like, you know, I've had people that uh, had co-writes in person and then this happened and then they hated the virtual piece. And as time has gone on, I've had them come back and be like, actually, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. <laughs> you get used to it. It's just like anything. You get used to it. There was a couple of things I'm sure it kind of was the sim some similar feedback that you've heard is they're they're like look like logistically I'm much more efficient and oh, the gas mileage is really good gas mileage the time back and forth and then you get and just kind of like you know BS for a little bit and then you finally get to the right and it's like all that stuff where it's hey if we've written before 
uh, and we kind of know each other's vibe. It's like, cool, we get in and go. And they've said, look, I've written a lot more songs. And so, you know, I say all that to go back to the whole piece of, you know, I think virtual writing is a big component of this now. Obviously, it's not going to be here forever or stay that way. But yes, within the app, the reason we kind of mirrored that, again, that that dating process is so that you don't have to give up uh, right away that personal email or that personal phone number. And it's like, you know, th there's that filter piece but yes within the app you can absolutely block and unmatch with somebody um just so that they can't be you know messaging you after you've messaged yeah. them so we we definitely put in those protocols and i know um at you know pre-covid we were looking at this as part of the model right as um kind of safe writing places in in major cities and so that way it's like, you know, it, it just like, um, you know, there was the workshop here in, in Nashville and, and home. Um, there are those kind of communities. Obviously, we, we said, well, let's just wait a little while. So we look at exploring that down the road. But, um, you know, we, we see that as something that can continuously elevate the security and, and privacy, and make people feel comfortable because we're going to know who's been writing. And, you know, it's 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 being smart. Right. And I think Richard. Um, has talked a lot about this because you know he he is a six five marine, right? Richard, he, yeah, yeah, um, and, and, and so uh -huh. he's, he's he writes all the time with people, and I think you know he can give off this scary. He's a big, lovable dad, and he's got these <laughs> wonderful dad jokes, and like he's so sweet and innocent. But when you first look at him, you're like, I don't know if the six five and ripped marine. Uh, <laughs> So it, it, it's those things that we always are trying to be conscious of and, and say, look, like, let's connect the right people the right way. And, and what we can always continuously do is look at ways to improve those things. And so that's why we give those ability to block and unmatch those things. Well, okay. So let's get right into it. How do you get on the app? Where is yeah. it available? And what's the cost? And is it available on both iPhone and Android and yep. all that stuff? You got it. It's uh, iPhone and Android. So just where, wherever in the app store, our website, we should write sometime.com has, you know, obviously links to both of those places and in a couple other um, icons in there to help, you know, obviously it's, it's, you know, we're still, growing and scaling so our website's pretty much just a landing page to get you to the app but there's some information on there because we always get some like look who's been to tinder or bumble's website not a lot of people so it's like let's drive people to the app we'll eventually build out a full website but and we actually it's funny i just posted today that we just released that you can sign in now so obviously with facebook google uh, but now it's kind of a requirement from apple that you need to be able to sign in with your apple id and so a big portion of that is to allow a little bit more security and data privacy with with apps. And so we'll be seeing that as a general consumer base of apps all day long, that part of it. So mm -hmm. um, that's great. Yeah, I, it was it's one of those things. And, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people feel this way, but it's that stuff when you're developing an app. And it's kind of like to me, like buying tires for cars. You don't really want to spend the money to do it, uh, but you have to do it because it's good for the longevity of being safe and being <laughs> secure. And you're like, I don't want to have to buy tires, but I really do. So I don't crash. And uh, yeah, again, US, Canada, Australia. Uh, and we just put in, in the last week, the ability to add in any um, PRO to, for you to type it in. Because right now, we when we first started, right, we had BMIC second ASCAP. So you could see the affiliations of other writers. And then we just released the ability to put in if you're SOCAN in Canada or APRA. And yeah. 
in Australia. So we'll, awesome. those are the little things that we'll continuously update and make better. But so, so the first the first step is to look for we should write sometime. You got it on your on your iPhone or Android mm -hmm. phone the app and then after you uh, you can get on it how much does it cost totally free and so we always see it being free to download and find uh writers around you the one thing mm -hmm. that we're eventually building out now is is a lot of premium features right so it will be turning into this freemium model of hey it's free to download find those writers around you but once these pr premium features get rolled out there'll be a like again we love songwriters we want to help them but we also got to make money at some point. Right. I wondered how you're going to make this yeah. work for you. And so, you know, there'll be a little bit of a charge for the premium features uh, mm -hmm. to use those. But, you know, again, from a business model perspective, I think the data is important. Not that we're selling in individual user data, but just saying, hey, Guitar Center in L.A., we know that there's 5,000 guitar players around you. Great. Let's put a ad card within yeah. the app that way yeah. that's targeted focus and very useful to users to say, look, if, if I do play guitar, yeah. Like if guitar center exactly. 10 miles up the road is putting a card in front of me, 20% off the ad piece will be a large win, portion win. of that. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, Kevin, I'm just fascinated about uh, how, how the, these things can come up out of nowhere yeah. and be, and be like, oh my gosh, why didn't I think about that? Just <laughs> yeah. right for the moment. Well, thank you. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we, we close? Uh, well, just thank you. I uh, It's always a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate your time and, and having me on. But yeah, we, we have a lot coming out. And, and we think, you know, for us, songwriters are always the heart of the music industry. And it sounds cliche, but like we want to fight for songwriters and give them every tool and uh, in every possible advantage we can and especially during these times and yeah. um you know it's it's that stuff where you know a big part of the why i do it right is because when i moved to town and was going to these writers rounds and hearing the best songwriters in the world play music and then they're struggling to pay the bills i was like that doesn't make sense to me you know i think where our vocation lies is where our passion meets the world's needs yeah. And so 100%. to me, that's exactly what you've done. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. I look forward to checking it out myself and I invite everybody else to do that. We should write sometime. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. My pleasure. Keep in touch. Will do. That wraps up another episode. This is Judy Rodman, and you can find me at my website, judyrodman.com. If you get value from this podcast, please help support it with your review. And let me know if you check out Kevin's app. See you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers. 